Hey guys, and welcome back to the Bodybuilding Dietitians podcast. Thank you for joining your hosts, Tierra and Jack, what is now episode number 51 of our Road to 2021 series. And we are getting to the end of this series, basically. We're into the final few episodes, but before we do start, we just wanted to remind you that if you do enjoy or if you have enjoyed this series, please remember to repost it onto your social media, tag myself, tag Tierra, and tag TBD. But let's get stuck into one of the last remaining episodes. Oh my gosh. So I think this is going to be the second last episode of this series. Yeah, we don't have, like, we got show day coming up and then maybe one episode on reversing or we might even do that as part of the new new series or we've got show day recap regardless. Yeah, well, today, guys, is the 5th of May. 2021 and we are three days out from our very final show of the season which is the ICN national titles down in Sydney Australia which is incredibly exciting and it really is coming to an end so boy three days out we are determined to finish strong awesome so what are going to be some of the topics we discussed today so I think that we should definitely recap on our past week and we should recap on this week for peak week and what our plans are for show day itself. Awesome. Well, I'll let you kick things off. Okay. Well, this past week, it was a strange week, but it was also a massive week indeed. So coming off the back end of our last show, which was the ICN Queensland Brisbane Classic, I was just so happy with the physique and the package that I presented up on that stage. And Ultimately, I decided after that show that it was about time that I started to reverse diet because at that point I'd been dieting for 30 weeks. I'd lost almost 11 kilograms. And you know, if you're not ready to reverse at that point in a prep, you've definitely done something (laughs) wrong. So (laughs) came to the point where I'm like, I am bringing my calories up because my final lowest weight going into that show was 57.3 kilograms. And that was after a string of lower carbohydrate days at 200 grams of carbohydrates. Then after just doing a two day high carb up into the show, my weight did come up to 57.7 kilograms. But it was at that point where, you know, if I continue to diet and if I continue to chase numbers and just watch that scale drop, it would simply just be for the sake of it. It would simply just be for the sake of chasing numbers, trying to break through 57 kilograms, get myself into the 56s so I could just be like, cool, I'm in the 56 kilograms. But it wasn't at a point where that was going to enhance my look. Mm. Yeah, certainly. I think you definitely made the right call. Although it was a bit of a mental battle to bring things up, it was we've seen, and you'll get into it now, why that was rewarding. Thank you so much. Yeah, you know, no matter who you are, I think that after you've been dieting for so long, the better part of half a year, starting to reverse and not actually starting to at least initially see that scale weight go down anymore, and you actually start seeing it go up, it can be a bit daunting. And you do have to remind yourself, especially me who coaches myself and I am a coach myself, I always have to remind myself to take my own advice. And at this point in prep, really focus on how I'm actually looking and how I'm actually feeling rather than just seeing a scale weight number bounce around. But no matter how much you tell yourself that advice, sometimes it is still hard to actually take it. And I'm not going to lie. I think that 
all of us have some sort of emotional relationship with the scale to some degree, which I think is totally understandable, especially considering you and I have been watching that thing go down again for like, what, the past seven or eight months? Yeah, over seven months now. Boy, and we were talking about this the other day. You and I have literally been running off our own energy reserves for like like two-thirds of a year. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's so surreal to finally be at the end point. Yeah, but ultimately I was at that point where I'm like, dieting, it's just not going to help enhance my look anymore. So I did enter into a reverse diet. So what I did was I brought my macros up to 300 grams of carbs every single day, brought my fats up to 40 grams per day, and I just kept protein at 160 grams. Following on from the show- And what were your calories or macros previously? Yeah, so prior to that, my fats were down at 35 grams and carbohydrates were down at 200 grams. So I did bring up my calories quite substantially by quite a few hundred calories. And for those first few days, there definitely was an adjustment period. And again, watching that scale weight bounce around and pretty much increase, I'm not gonna lie, it freaked me out a little bit. So I stayed on those macros and then we competed on the Saturday. From the Saturday up until the Thursday, I actually slowly watched my weight actually go up to 58.5 kilograms, which seeing that number, guys, I'm not gonna lie, I was like, gosh darn, like this is, this is too rapid, maybe I'm being too aggressive with this. And it stayed at 58.5 kilograms on Thursday and Friday. And again, that was 1.2 kilograms up from my lowest. And I busted my butt to get down to that low. So I'm like, I still have a show in a week. I'm not giving up. You know, I can see the finish line. I'm not slowing down. So what I was predicting that I was going to have to do is actually go into another string of lower carbohydrate days, starting this peak week at 200 grams of carbs. And then just pretty much run the same protocol that I did the week prior where I did 200 carb and then 325 carb the two days leading up to the show, which worked a treat. But luckily my body actually did start to respond in a more positive way. And after hitting those two highs of 58.5 kilograms on Thursday, Friday, it actually dropped back down to 57.7 on the Saturday morning. And it's continued to drop ever since. And these past two days have actually hit a brand new low despite eating more food of 57.2 kilograms. So Mm. really just needed those few days to really adjust. Yeah, and it has it freaked you out eating more food or the process of eating more food and being at this weight now? Not necessarily freaked me out, but I definitely have had to get used to the feeling of having a little bit more energy. Because again, you and I have been running off our energy reserves for months trying to lose weight. I've lost around 11 kilograms. You've lost almost 20 kilograms. So that is a lot of weight to use. And I feel like now we are so accustomed to just feeling low energy, Mm, right? Just a little bit like, uh. (laughs) so once you actually for days on end, start getting a sense that you're feeling a little bit back to normal, it actually feels abnormal. And I'm not going to lie. Like after those first few days of having more carbohydrates in me, but also simultaneously seeing my scale weight go up, I just had like this abundance of energy and I did have a little bit of underlying anxiety where I was like, I'm not used to this, you know, like I really feel like I need to burn this off. I feel like I really need to increase my meat and hey, how tall is the grass? Do I need to go mow the lawn or, you know, go for an extra walk or whatever I need to do, walk around the house doing my check-ins. So I had to get used to that feeling of having a bit more energy, 
which is strange, but at the same time, we've been... Got to keep getting used to that. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited for it. But again, we have been deprived of it for quite some time now. But essentially, it took my body a few days to adjust, but now things are going really well. So right now, yeah, just consistently having those 300 carb, 40 fat, 160 grams of protein per day, and my body's really adjusted to that. I've actually continued to lose weight. So technically, I'm actually still in a very, very small deficit. And that's a point as well with reverse dieting. Reverse dieting doesn't necessarily mean that you bring yourself up to maintenance calories straight away. Mm. If anything- Well, I think it it depends what phase of reverse dieting Mm. you're in. Like, are you still in prep? Are you post prep? Are you reversing out of a mini cut or just a general dieting phase? So I think it's important to classify that. Yeah, of course, definitely depending on who you are and what you're doing. But it's important to recognize that reverse dieting is kind of the reverse of dieting. So you Mm. could still be dieting, but you're just not dieting as aggressively. So I've brought my calories up close to maintenance, but I'm probably still in a very, very, very slight deficit so that I still look really good, but I'm eating a little bit more food and filling out a little bit more. Well, I I think it's also important to consider that like you may have just adapted to this Mm. amount. So uh, like when your weight initially increased, maybe you were in a surplus then, but because mm-hmm. you are very adaptive, potentially you're, you're no longer in a surplus. You're yeah. in a deficit again because your NEAT has increased or maybe your heart rate has increased. I'm not sure if you've looked at that. My but. heart rate has increased on average this past week by <laughs> two beats per minute. <laughs> it all adds up. It really does. Every beat, man. But last week, yeah, funky things were going on with my fluid retention and I could... I know that when I don't wake up in the night to pee, I think after that show day on Saturday, I was so freaking wrecked after being on stage so late at night and just having the most crazy day of my life. It probably took my body, honestly, a few days to recover from that, Mm. considering we just got right back into our normal training and life. And I was like sleeping so well at night that I wouldn't even wake up to pee, which is actually very abnormal for me. So then I would just wake up in the morning and go pee and then I would have a higher scale weight. So I think that also some some fluid balance, funky things were going on there. Now I'm waking up in the night to pee. I'm also sleeping very well too. And boy, yeah, 57.2. I feel like a tiny human being right now. I do too, don't worry. (laughs) You and I are both tiny human beings. And oh my God, it is so cold today. We're actually both sitting across from this mic right now wearing like track pants and sweaters with our arms crossed. Jack's got a heat pack on him. I would have a heat pack. I (laughs) mistakenly drank a cold bottle of carbonated water. Oh boy, that is a mistake. (laughs) I've come to that point now in prep where I despise nice cream because it just makes me so freaking cold. Mm. Especially if your ice cream is 90% ice. Oh yeah, God, I just freeze from the inside out. Hey guys, just a reminder that we post regular content on our Instagram and YouTube channel. You can find those platforms by searching The Bodybuilding Dietitians. See you there. But anyway, this past week, reverse dieting has been very successful to say the least. So I'm really happy with that. And essentially this past week, so yesterday I actually got a Dexter scan, which is pretty cool. I got one at the very start of prep and then I got one yesterday morning. And at the start of prep, I started off at 68.1 kilograms and my Dexter scan came back at 18.5% body fat. And then I weighed in at 57.2 kilograms and I came back at 12.6% body fat. So 
for a female on a dexter scan that is pretty damn low yeah yeah very low (laughs) it's not too much and also like i put up this little question box on my instagram and i was like can anyone guess my body fat like people were guessing these absurd numbers man they were guessing like four percent six percent seven percent and i'm like guys like that is no like because obviously people hear these numbers touted around but and then someone might hear that i'm like actually 12.6 percent. they're like oh that's a little bit high and mm. i'm like excuse me <laughs> sorry that i'm not three percent guys i would be dead if i was like six percent you have to consider that dexter scans they take into account your visceral fat which is the fat around your organs which is essential for life well, i think some people might not realize that males and females have different body fats as well mm-hmm. Like I would probably be around that six to seven percent. Yeah, and even the guy who I was ten percent twenty kilos ago, apparently, <laughs> which is which is bullcrap. You need to get another one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, even the guy who is doing my Dexter scan, who is is a dietitian himself, even he said straight up to me, which I really respected. He was like, "This is really really low, and this is at a level where it's unhealthy." And mm. I'm like. I know. Yeah, we're aware of that. <laughs> we're very aware. It's, uh, it's unsustainable. And it's for a very short time period. I was like, don't worry. Five days from now, I will be putting on the body fats. <laughs> I will Indeed. be eating more food. So yeah, came out at 12.6%, which is cool. But what's actually really neat is that my bone mineral content went up by 200 grams in the past seven months. And that's not an anomaly, guys, because- That's a lot. Yeah, I gained 200 grams of bone, bruh. Like weigh out 200 mils of water. And then <laughs> like that's that's how much bone that, BMD went up. Yeah, I put all those all those uh, Bulgarians, I reckon. Casein. Yes, oh my gosh. But um, the guy was like, I've never seen this happen before. I've never seen someone lose 11 kilograms and gain 200 grams of bone. <laughs> and again, it's not an anomaly because Dexter scans are the gold standard for testing bone mineral density. That's the main reason they're actually used in like elderly populations to test their fracture risk and for osteopenia, osteoporosis. But yeah, this past prep, what I actually did was I swapped over my whey protein powder, which I'd normally have in ice cream for casein. And the VPA casein per scoop has like over 500 milligrams of calcium in it on top of all the, you know, the cheese and the cottage cheese and stuff that I eat. So I've been getting a bunch of the calcium. I've been doing my resistance training and I've been sleeping. You went through that phase of the yogurt fortified with calcium as well. Yeah. And the almond milk fortified with calcium. But gosh, goes to show that, you know, you can lose body fat and build some bone if you do it, (laughs) if you do it strategically. So I was actually pretty proud of that. I guess. (laughs) No, it's bone mineral content. Well, it's still mass and it's not fat. Okay, so yeah, my bones are pretty lean. <laughs> my bones are shredded, bruh. But yeah, I got a Dexter scan and then today I had another consult with Joey, which was my final check-in with him, which was really awesome. He took my skin folds too and came out at 32.5 millimeters across nine sites, which is pretty awesome. I've I've over halved what I actually started at in prep, which is really cool. And yeah, low 30s for a girl in fitness. I'm proud to say that's pretty lean. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It, so, even taking the Joey taking your skin folds um, the last few months, like it's been, it's been really good to see those reductions. Yeah, I've been really happy. It's it's been awesome. So that's just great feedback and got. You've to got go. the perfect skin for skin folds. Wow, that that's very, very nice. Very pliable. <laughs> Whereas me, like I, uh, we've even saw today, like I'm 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 very lean and. 
for example, my back hasn't changed that much the whole of prep. Mm-hmm. And that's partly because I need more density in my back, but also the skin is just thick. Yeah. And uh, it's almost like a little bit, not calloused, but it's almost like that sort of texture. Mm-hmm. Whereas compared to something around my quad, which sure I have more muscularity in, but also the skin is just, it's like paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's going to be different for everyone. But at the same time, like we have to think about some of the parts on your body where you are the leanest, like your glutes and your hamstrings. Mm. We don't take a skin fold on those sites. Yeah. Yeah. So ultimately we know that you're like, you've lost weight and you've continued to get leaner, but you're probably just not getting leaner in the sites that we're pinching. Mm. Maybe it's just my luck that I'm getting leaner in those very specific <laughs> spots. I'm not sure, but yeah, I had a great check-in with Joey and ultimately I, I told him what I've been doing for my reverse dieting period. And I asked him like, so do you think that I should like keep running these macros now and then do another carb up leading into the show and seeing my physique today, he said, honestly, this is the best I've ever looked. And from the photos he took, like, I would agree. Like I look lean, man. And I'm proud to say that. Like I, I look lean. It's pretty cool. And he said like with the way that you're looking with what you're eating, you're definitely not depleted on 300 grams of carbs a day. So just keep doing exactly what you're doing every day leading into the show. Don't change a thing and you're guaranteed a good look. Mm. Yeah. Fifth show of the season and your best look. So it's great timing. Thank you. Yeah. It should be awesome. So yeah. 32 weeks of dieting in the books for me. And I say that to people and they're like, why did it take you 32 weeks to achieve this physique? But guys, you have to remember that I've done five shows now and my first show was 11 weeks ago. So I was trying to be near ready around 11 weeks ago. And I actually did lose the majority of all of my weight in those first 21 to 23 weeks of prep. So from starting prep, starting at 68.1 kilograms, then 23 weeks later doing IFBB nationals, I did get down to 58.7 kilograms. And that was nine weeks ago. So in the last nine weeks, I've actually only lost 1.5 kilograms, but just continue to just refine things and just Mm. not diet nearly as aggressively, had some diet breaks in there, had a reverse diet in there, all that stuff. So it didn't take me 32 weeks to do all of this. I did the majority at the first like two thirds. And then these past few weeks, you know, I've just been coasting in, which is ultimately, that was the goal all along. Yeah. Most definitely, and it's paid off. Thanks so much. So yeah, it's uh, it's been a good week and a half. It's been awesome. We had our very first photo shoot on Saturday with the man Nelson at Club Bunker. So that was absolutely epic. And we actually recorded an entire YouTube vlog for it, which I think you guys will really enjoy. I had so much fun putting it together and we had so much fun filming it. Yeah, that was uh, one of my favorite vlogs to film, just something a little bit different. And it was a a different experience as well and overall a great experience. So yeah, if you want to see how we get ready for that shoot, Mm -hmm. then yeah, the link will be in the show notes. Yeah, without a doubt. And I think it'll be so helpful for people as well to like know what to expect from a photo shoot from Nelson and how he's going to prompt them and give them ideas and really just like get them into position and stuff. Mm. It's some really cool behind the scenes footage. So I love doing that vlog. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Well, guys, honestly, that's pretty much all for me. It's been a successful week of reversing. Pretty much just going to keep doing the exact same thing leading up to the show, which is in three days time. And yeah, ultimately we fly out to Sydney tomorrow morning. Can't wait. 
Yeah, well, Jack, I want to hear. Tara used to go to pack all your stuff. I know. I'm always the one in the <laughs> relationship to always be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do it tonight. But I'm not taking, I wear like the same clothes every day. I don't eat like <laughs> that much food and we're buying a lot of food down there. It's all G. I've got some lists written, so I'll get the stuff in the bags. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> but first, I'm going to edit this podcast because <laughs> priorities. <laughs> anyway, Jack, how's your past week been? It's been really good as well, very productive. And to give everyone a recap, I basically started reversing after my first show. And just like Tierra, I it was it's it was a reverse, yes, because I bought my macros up, but I was still kind of in a deficit, and that's been quite evident because I've lost about two kilos ish, just under two kilos. Um, across those four weeks, which is quite a good rate of loss. Isn't it amazing? It's almost like you've got to dig so hard. Like you were on 150 carbs some days and even your other low days, what were they like? 300 uh, or? Yeah, two, 200 on the other low days uh, or two to 250. And then I did have those three higher days though. Yeah, and you've got to dig so hard and your weight is like hardly budging or it's jumping all over the place. It's almost like the less you try sometimes, mm. <laughs> the more your body just gives you better results. You're like, why was it even messing around, wasting time with a stupid dieting thing? <laughs> yeah, and it it definitely has given me a newfound respect and appreciation for uh, keeping your macros consistent mm. as opposed to having the high days. So that's definitely something that is is important for me to acknowledge and potentially implement. And because to, to be honest, I have most of my clients on linear dieting anyway. And I think the main reason that I chose the high day approach was because it worked well last time. But there's definitely uh, more than one way to scale a fish, to mm -hmm. use that saying. To boil an egg. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so to give you guys a recap, my macros have been for those four weeks at 400 carb and 225 protein and 50 fat. And on rest days, I just have 100 carb less still. And that's just been working well. I've, I've been dropping down from around 77 and 77.8 uh, to this morning, I actually weighed 75.7. Well, that's oh, a sorry, wild. 0.8. <laughs> so yeah, solid two kilos drop there. And uh, honestly, it's been really good. Like in terms of day-to-day -day energy, that's improved. And in terms of just mental acuity, that's improved as well. Training has been very hard as ever just to match those numbers. And to be honest, uh, training ever since my first show has been more of a slog. I'm not sure why. Maybe because I've been going without a full schedule deload. Maybe because the show days just added an extra element of fatigue onto everything. Mm. I'm not sure, but I think it's a combination of a lot of things. You're yeah. just nearing the end of a prep. You're exhausted. Mm. But regardless, everything's going really well. And I'm, I'm, I'm a lot leaner than my first show. I'm very confident that I'll be bringing my best physique to nationals, which is what matters most. Uh, like a lot of people ask, Oh, what's your goal for peak week and or for the, for nationals. And, Yes, of course, every, I would love to win, win my pro card, all that kind of stuff. But uh, I'm very happy and satisfied with, with what I bought now in terms of my physique. And I, like I, I, even, I never said this on the podcast, and I, I remember telling Tierra this, that we were at the Sunshine Coast for our first show, and I was like, yeah, Tierra, I'm, I'm happy with what I'm bringing, but I'm just not 100% mm. happy in terms of my physique. And I could, I've honest, honestly reached the point now for last show and this show where I'm like, okay, looking at myself in the mirror, looking at me in photos objectively, and like, yeah, this is this is what I envisioned before starting prep. 
And the only thing left now to, to improve upon is just in the off season. Like I've done, I can't do anything more this season. Mm-hmm. Everything's all done. So Yeah. And that is the ultimate goal that I think that we've both achieved. We are the best that we could possibly be at this moment in mm. time. Yeah, 100%. Hey guys, just a reminder that we don't just coach physique athletes, but we do coach anyone with a health and fitness related goal. Therefore, if you are interested in getting in touch with us regarding our coaching services, you can always head over to our website at www.thebodybuildingdietitians.com or alternatively, click the link in the show notes below. So in terms of that's kind of nutrition, training, body weight. How did Because I know your training changed a little bit from last week to this week. Do you want to mm. touch on that? Yeah, I, I kind of, it didn't really change that much. I did change a few movements to, uh, for example, I switched out the hack squat for starting with a leg press and I switched out my machine chest press to a Smith machine chest mm-hmm. press just to, just so I could still bring the same level of intensity uh, without some anxiety associated with those movements because it's it's peak week it's the literally the last week of training last couple of days and I guess the argument can go either way you could say oh it's the last couple of days just suck it up or whatever you do now is as long as you do don't do anything stupid and don't get injured nothing's going to change it's not like you went to the ice cream parlor uh-huh. and got a pedicure or something you still yeah. went to the gym and trained hard and mm. both you and i did that this week we both went into the gym and we weren't necessarily trying to chase numbers and we gave ourselves a little bit of leeway like oh hey you know instead of smith machine ohp i'm gonna use the shoulder press machine that i haven't used all prep like still doing a similar movement pattern training the same muscle group but not feeling like obligated to, you know, just, yeah, chase numbers and track things in our spreadsheets and stuff. Just a little bit of freestyle, which was really enjoyable. Mm. Even you said you're like, I'm actually having a pretty good session. Yeah, I actually was walking to the gym with Tierra. I had a bounce in my step and <laughs> I wasn't apprehensive and I was looking forward to the session ahead, which at this stage of prep, like is really, really big mentally. It's huge. And, and that could have even played in with our body weight reductions as well, just lower stress. Cause that's what peak week is all about is creating lower stress environment. Mm-hmm. So yeah, other than that, my, the, the other thing that has been quite important ever since reversing is that my food sources have stayed really consistent, mm. which I think has also played in with the consistency of my body weight because previously, like on the low and high days, I would have different food sources different for those different days, whereas now it's literally just breakfast is oats, uh, post-workout is cream of wheat, afternoon tea is, is potato and pumpkin, and then dinner is vegetables with kangaroo. So mm. it's all stayed very consistent, even the amount of sodium I'm using and the protein at each meal, the vegetable quantities, all of that. And that's just led to really, really consistent weigh-ins, which is which again, the mental, the psychological component there is so important. And that's a huge thing that both you and I have learned this prep and changed our minds a little bit about. We're like, Mm. man, meal plans. (laughs) There really is something to them. (laughs) Yeah, especially in prep for sure. (laughs) And I guess onto the topic of peak week, which to be honest, uh, isn't, it's not uh, out of the ordinary. It's it's not really going to change much compared to last time because uh, I'm very happy with how I'm looking in terms of leanness. I don't think I really need to push for an incredible amount of fullness because I'm already 
quite, I'm definitely not depleted, but I'm not full to the brim either. Mm. So I think naturally uh, lowering the intensity of my sessions, lowering my energy output and keeping carbs where they are at around 400 and doing that for, I'm at, and I'm actually running 400 carb on my rest day today, which is a hundred carb extra. So all of that combined will increase my fullness uh, slightly uh, combined with the lower energy output, reduced stress environment, and the thought of competing and having a good time, that should all do favors for improving my, my physique and especially the, the lower energy output. Because yeah, I'm still doing, I did say I was gonna go down to 10 to 12K steps, but me being me, I didn't. <laughs> Jack's pacing around the house and you hear me chirp from the office. How, what's your step target again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, at, at least it wasn't, didn't increase, it just stayed the same. Mm. But ultimately, like, that's a thing though, like walking is so low impact and you mm. could make two arguments for that. It's like, okay, I'm either going to sit on my phone and respond to these emails and just, you know, sit on my butt, or maybe I can just do a few like steps around the house or, you know, yeah. walk around the block and do the exact same thing. I'm honestly under the impression I would always advocate for movement if you're willing to do the movement. Mm, yeah. Most unless it's excessive unless you're like twenty five thousand steps a day well, I, I have actually seen competitors recently posting like fifty thousand steps that is just ridiculous how mm. do you have that much time during the day yeah i don't know but uh, yeah that's over the top and i would say because i don't i don't do any scheduled cardio i don't even schedule steps like mm. the all my steps come from work like yeah. I'll, I'll respond to emails i'll I'll do all that stuff. Like mm. I won't go on a treadmill and watch something. I won't, yeah, you know what I mean. I won't go for a walk in the park unless it's with the dogs and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So that's kind of my peak week. I'll be tapering down fiber and vegetables from Thursday, so from tomorrow. And I'll be keeping sodium consistent, water consistent as per usual. And I, I know, like this is the third peak week now. I know that come the end of tomorrow or throughout tomorrow, I'm going to start looking a bit different, looking a bit sharper, looking a bit fuller. And especially when we get that uh, final coat of tan and that's when things will start looking even freakier and then show day. Yeah, boy, can't wait. So we are three days out right now and I guess we should just finish on that this episode. So we are flying down to Sydney tomorrow morning, which is very exciting. We've got an Airbnb book that we literally booked months ago. Yeah. We even got a, our own rental car and everything. Uh, but yeah, we will be flying down tomorrow morning and we will be flying down with Guy Leggett, who, if you guys have seen our most recent YouTube videos and our show day vlogs, the man behind the camera, his name is Guy. And yeah. boy, he is an awesome guy. He's a great videographer and he's a good friend. So we, Well, he's not actually a videographer, but he is a good <laughs> he videographer. Is, oh, at this point in time, he is the TBD videographer. Yeah. But man, he's good at his job and yeah. he just, oh, I love it. So uh, he's a good friend. Jack and I bought him some plane tickets and um, asked him to come down to Sydney with us. So he's coming down for the trip with us and he's going to be helping us basically vlog the entire weekend for YouTube, which is just going to be so fun fun and yeah. the great thing about guy is that one he's really good with the camera and just like he thinks of those shots that you know some people just wouldn't think of mm. um those little things that kind of make a vlog and yeah. you don't even sometimes know that he's there but also it takes so much pressure and stress off us because we're like we can just do our own thing but mm. still capture it on camera yeah that's that's why videographers are so great because it just takes so much stress away from mm -hmm. us 
Uh, the only time I think we'll be filming ourselves is on the way to the airport, maybe. So yeah. otherwise, and Guy loves doing it. He loves being around and, and, and seeing it all. Oh, so. he's such a great guy. But yeah, <laughs> we will be flying down tomorrow morning and then we're basically going to go straight from the airport to the gym. It's pretty yeah. cool. Our Airbnb is actually right between two Worlds gyms. They're like both a 15 minute drive. So we're going to go to Worlds get a pump workout in, have a meal, and then go to the Airbnb, go shopping, and then chill out for the rest of the day after yep. we get things organized. And then Friday, wake up and well, we'll- we can, You're spoiling all the vlog content right now. Oh, I'm sorry. No, this is just a teaser, man. <laughs> I gotta give the podcast listeners some in- insight. But anyway, Friday, we're gonna wake up, go for another pump workout, and then that afternoon we'll get tan, and then Saturday, it's showtime. Yeah, and I know so many of you guys are, have been really keen on hearing about reverse dieting. Mm. And it's we're definitely going to break that down. Uh, Tierra and I, I'm going to be up front. We have, different, we have different tangents for how we are going to reverse diet. Mm-hmm. Part of that is because we're male and female. But I do really want to break down like what is reverse dieting. I think some people just see it as a way of just increasing your calories or... They don't actually understand why reverse dieting is important. They mm. just see it as a means of eating more. And sure, that's one of the direct perks of, of reverse dieting. When I say reverse dieting, I also mean recovery diet. They're synonymous. But at the end of the day, the main purpose of a recovery diet is to restore homeostasis in terms of your physiological condition and also your psychological condition as well. And everyone reaches that point in a prep where, or if you get lean enough, I should say, that your energy availability drops significantly and you, you begin to feel like crap. Mm-hmm. And that, for me, is where the goal of the reverse diet in the short term is to bring you up to that point where you don't feel like crap. So for me, that was around 83-ish kilos. So my goal with the reverse diet is to get up to 83 again quite quickly. I'm not going to say how I'm going to do that because that's going to be reserved for that episode. But... What I want, before we get into that on the episode, I want you guys to think, okay, what was that point of prep where I started feeling like absolute SHIT Mm -hmm. in terms of, yeah, not wanting to reach for that TV remote, not wanting to, um, wanting to eat in your own little secluded area away from your family and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. So, and becoming really food focused and Mm. just everything. Yeah. But I think, yeah, that's everyone's... The, well, the, for those of you who have prepped or are prepping, that's kind of your homework. Mm-hmm. And even you and I at this point right now, even though you and I have been reversing into this very final mm. show, and yes, our calories have come up. We haven't recovered uh, No, by no means. And it's, still, it's, it's just the overhanging feeling of low energy. Like, sure, you and I both get to eat a few extra bites of food per day, mm. but it's not enough to mask that we still don't feel our best, you know? Ultimately, we need to get more body fat on our bodies and we do need to eat significantly more calories to truly start feeling better on a consistent basis. Mm. And that's why I prefer the term, although I keep saying reverse, I do prefer the term recovery diet Mm -hmm. for prep because you gotta recover. Yeah. And a lot of people will try and reverse and reverse their calories up without actually recovering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So guys, it's not, it's all relative to how you truly feel and what your body composition is and what your hormonal status is. Because yeah, someone could be on 300 or 500 grams of carbs, but they still just, they mm. really don't feel very good. <laughs> I know I could, I could eat 500 carb every day right now and probably not 
go above 77 kilos yeah. and I would still feel, and that's what happened in my reverse diet last <laughs> prep is that I didn't re- do it. I didn't recover. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, you live and you learn, you yeah. live and you learn and you recover. <laughs> awesome. Cool. But quickly just wanted to touch on one last thing. We did get some blood work done this morning. So Jack and I both got blood work done at the very beginning of our prep, you got some done back in March. And then we also got another blood test done this morning, which should be really cool to actually see the results from that. Because even though we're natural competitors, you know, we, we really did this and got blood work done this prep purely out of interest to really see, okay, how do our values actually change? So yeah, that should be really interesting to see those results for sure. Awesome. Yeah, but Jack, you know, Saturday is show day. So just tell the listeners what time are you on stage and what are you competing in? So I'll be doing bodybuilding open class, classic physique open class. Uh, The approximate times are around like 3.30 for bodybuilding and 5.36 for classic. Mm -hmm. And that's just rough, very rough. And yeah, that's, that's me. What about you? Well, I'll be doing fitness and sports model and I'll be competing in 23 rookie and novice for both fitness and sports model. And yeah, I'm on in the afternoon too. So I'm pretty sure that my fitness is on around that like 3 p.m. mark and then you'll be on for classic after that. And then after you're on for classic, that's when I go on for sports model. Awesome. Yeah, so it should be a good day and really just go out with a bang, right? Just finish this journey strong, man. Mm. Yep, can't wait. It's going to be a very, very good sayonara. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So without further ado, Jack, what's one thing that you want to improve this week? Wow, that's a good question. And oh, I don't really know. There's You're already your best. <laughs> <laughs> what do I want to improve upon? I think I just want to improve upon my ability to embrace all of the the experience and ensure that I maximize this because I won't be on stage again until probably um, over over two years time mm-hmm. uh, if all, everything goes to plan. So yeah, just ensure that I interact with everyone and not let any hungriness or hangriness or low energy uh, kind of dampen the experience for me, which I'm actually feeling really good today. And I have been feeling good all week, just that those peak week feels, a few extra carbs, so I, I don't think that's going to happen, but I'm going to make sure it doesn't. Good for you. What about you there? I'm along the exact same lines. Like I just want to make the absolute most of this experience because this is the last time we're stepping on stage for the next 2.5 years. So mm. I want to get up there and I want to shine my brightest. And I want to perform my best and of course look my best and just really just embrace and cherish every single moment and just show up on Saturday as the best physique athlete that I've ever been and just have a heck of a day. It's just going to be so freaking fun. Cannot wait. And you know, this is the end of this journey pretty much, but it feels like it's ending at the right time. You know, Mm. I feel like we've completely scratched that itch. You know, some people only do one show and they're like, Oh man, I wish I would have done another show. You know, I wish Mm. it could keep going. I feel like, you know, we've really made the most of every single opportunity and experience with this, but it's about time that we wrap it up. Yeah. And on that note there, we're also not ending saying, oh, I I wish this had ended 10 weeks ago. No. We're we're in that exact happy medium where uh, we, I'm not particularly interested in doing the INBA show in a few (laughs) weeks, uh, but I'm also not like biting at my fingernails for the post-show food. Mm -hmm. Like um, we're in that happy medium where 
yeah, we're, we're in a good spot. Without a doubt. You know, we've done everything. We've achieved everything that we really wanted to so far during this journey. And really just Saturday's going to tell pretty mm. much mainly for you, you know, up in those open classes being a contender for your pro card. So guys, we're going to see what happens in three days time. Cool. Great. Well, thank you so much for tuning in for this second last Road to 2021 mini series episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you've enjoyed all the episodes and following along. And thank you just so much for the continuous support. We are going to fly to Sydney tomorrow and then feed in three days. And then we will catch you next week for a big recap. See you guys.